Welcome to the Rover Boys. This is Damani. And I'm Jack Brinson. All right. We had two races since the last episode was recorded. That was New Hampshire and Pocono. Mm -hmm. So let's get right down to business. What did you think about New Hampshire? Surprisingly, New Hampshire was pretty decent. Um, I'm a guy that doesn't hate New Hampshire, but I can easily say that there's races where it's super hit mm -hmm. and super miss. And this was a race that actually was a hit. Um, could have been better overall, probably. Um, did the PJ1 from years past to look at the race? In the negative matter, possibly, so but it, yeah, but it wasn't bad overall. The racing was great. Um, I didn't expect the finish that we got, but it was cool to see that we got it. Um, and as I said last time, it's always good to get a new winner. Um, of course, it's not his first win, but it's his second win in his career so far, and um, it's cool for him because Christopher Bell has never finished worse than second in his his Cup or Xfinity Series career at New Hampshire. So come to think of it, you're right. Christopher Bell owns New Hampshire, pretty much. He's, yeah. a new Jeff, he's the new Jeff Burton when it comes to New Hampshire. Basically. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the next-gen car is doing what it's supposed to do, making all these okay tracks, because I don't like Pocono personally. I hated really? New Hampshire over the years. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, these last two races have been something different. More passing, yep. a lot of shifting in the corners, mm -hmm. a lot of shifting on the backstretch. And like you said, the PJ1 might have worked to Christopher Bell's advantage. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So on um, yesterday we had the M&M's 400 at Pocono Ooh. and Toyota, we thought had a top two until NASCAR said, oh, uh, actually let's strip this off. Let's go through the inspection process and take the win away because this car is illegal. The same thing as the Jeff Gordon T-Rex saw back in the 90s. It's, it's major playoff. <coughs> Not major. They still should be in the playoffs pretty easily, but it's a big deal regardless. I mean, this is the first time since 1960. Or the winning car got disqualified in the second place car. 1960? 1960. Before my parents? <laughs> Before That's my crazy, parents, man. Actually, not even just the first. This is the first time I think that both the first and second place car got disqualified, letting the third place car win. But it's the first time since 1960 that the first place car, at least, got disqualified and the, the guy behind him ended up being the win. So it's a big deal. Um, I'm waiting for NASCAR to give their full details about what happened. Um, I do know. That um, I don't know if you saw it this morning, but Joe Gibbs said they're not going to uh, appeal. Yeah, I'm looking at the tweet as we uh, as we speak. Mm -hmm. I think Joe Gibbs racing, and I'm not trying to point fingers. I think they know they were um, testing the waters just a little yeah. bit, and they don't want NASCAR to find anything worse and end up like Brad Keselowski after Atlanta earlier this year. And, and the good thing is too about this is that like um, you know teams have been trying to no matter what car we have, the team's going to always try to find that little edge. Uh, and, and go as close as they can to be as paper thin to the rules as possible. Just get that extra bit of competitive edge. Um, so that's not going to be just a Joe Gibson Toyota thing. That's going to be any car we have out there in the field. Get them cheating ass Jordans <laughs> out of <my> sports. <laughs> but yeah, man. So it's, really it, you got a, a great point about that. You know, um, if they investigate it more, we might find more details and it might never happen again. Um, it, it might be something that's just small enough of an advantage that NASCAR had to say something. And, and, and you know, it did still warrant a dequalification, but it might be something that's so slim that it might not have made, like I said, it's, you're, you're literally sometimes on paper thin margins when it comes to these these um, rules about what makes the car safe and what doesn't make it safe. Um, and even yesterday, I was thinking at first, maybe it was something that happened when um, when, when Hamlin spun, but he didn't really hit anything with his nose, and neither, neither did the The only thing he hit was Ross Chastain coming off yeah. the corner. So, that was it, and that should have been fine. But yeah, something with the front bumper, the front fascia to be exact, but the front bumper area that made a little bit of a difference. So maybe maybe they adjusted it to maybe it's a little higher than it's supposed to be or whatever. They didn't go to specifics, but we know that it's underneath the wraps, so we wouldn't have been able to see it normally um, without knowing the wraps were taken off. So 
Well, I will say Joe Gibbs Racing needs to take notes from the City Boys. Don't get caught cheating. Hey. Don't get caught cheating. City Boys summer all year. That's right. Um, so in other news, speaking of Toyota and Gibbs, Ty Gibbs mm-hmm. made his first Cup Series start yesterday driving the number 45 since Kurt Busch had concussion-like symptoms Excuse me, after a crash in practice. What do you think about his Cup debut coming home 26 after running in the back of the pack most of the day? Was 26? I thought he ended up being not, like... Not 26, 16th. My I'm apologies. Saying, yeah, I'm not saying, well, no, he finished 16th. Because he would have had to have a, some kind of qualification afterwards too to get 26. But yeah, 16th, 16th was good. He, he didn't have an exciting race, but it's your first time in a brand new car. It's your first time at the Cup Series level, so he did great. And I'm not saying anything against what um, kind of car that Kurt has. Obviously, the car is still performing fairly well for what it is. So it's good on both aspects for both the team, 23XI, and also for Ty Gibbs to get that experience in the car too. Um, so yeah, I, actually, it's kind of funny for me too because known as the McDonald's car, but it's a backup car. So it didn't have the full wrapping to it. It only had the size yeah, some and the logos. But it, for Black it, Lives Matter, it's as well as my team. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's the black McDonald's car. And it, it would be cool if they make a diecast of it that way. And I know it said Kurt Busch on the actual car itself, but so even the diecast. The new car said Eric Almarola. Yeah. So, hey. So, if, if the, if the diecast, they strip it off and they say uh, Gibbs or whatever, that, that would be cool because it, it was a good look. And I mean, it matches kind of, not exactly matches, but it's cool seeing that, you know, that he's a monster sponsored driver in the Xfinity series. Seeing him with the black car reminds me of that a little bit. So, it was kind of dope. With that being said, I'd love to see a McDonald's number 54 in the Xfinity series this year. I also find it funny, before we go to the next subject, that he has champion. On oh, yeah, because he, he has a Kurt suit, yeah. He's so fast because he's dashed from the Incredibles, got the red fire suit mm-hmm. on. He, he won a championship and nobody knows yet. Grand to the future. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back, guys. We're back and now we're going to talk about Xfinity. So Ooh. what do you think about the Xfinity race overall before we get into what happened on that too? No, I'm not going to even lie to you guys. I didn't get a chance to watch the entire race for the Xfinity race. Um, I did see the big wreck. I did see the big wreck beforehand, too. Um, but most of those were replays that I got a chance to see. Um, but the race overall was pretty good. There was great racing throughout, uh, especially with the top two cars. We'll get to that part afterwards, but we want to talk about lap two first. Oh, yes. So my old buddy, Roger Carruth, thanks for this autograph, by the way. Um, he got into it with Alex LeBay coming off the corner of turn three, and that turn has been eating drivers up all weekend. Oof. Just a huge, huge, huge rookie mistake. And I think that was Roger's third or fourth start ever in Xfinity. So it's okay to make mistakes as long as you learn from them and realize, hey, I can do better next time. It's going to be a year before they go back to Pocono, mm-hmm. but just learn from this mistake if you happen to listen to this, Roger. It's okay. Every young driver tends to get in an accident. I'm just glad you're okay. Glad you turned the car off before when the throttle stuck. Preserve that engine for the next race. Keep your head up, man. And I feel bad for Alex LeBay, too. That team's had a good year all, all season long. I think one of the cars went the hunt, in the hunt to make the playoffs. I'm just hoping that both those teams, which are both small, recover from this yeah. and can go next week back and better than ever. I'm not sure who's driving the 44, but, Roger, we're still pulling for you. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I saw, like Jack said, I didn't see the whole race. But I saw the last few laps as I was leaving the movie theater the other night. What a hey man, hey. You think I'm not mad at the first off, so but, yeah, absolutely. Um, Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs, the two rich rich boys, even though they're rich and have money, hey, it was good to see them um battle for the win. I really thought Ty Gibbs was gonna pull it off until I saw Noah Gregson prevail on the final turn. Ty hit um that bump in turn three. 
lost his momentum given the, another win to Noah Gregson. With that being said, who's your pick to win out of these two the championship? Because it's probably going to be one of these two, unless we have another Daniel Hemrick story. Well, ultimately, is who can who can actually survive Phoenix? Honestly, um, I do see these two making it to the final round with ease, just about. Um, but it's honestly who, who can survive Phoenix the best? And obviously, Toyota is really good at Phoenix as a whole. Uh, that may give Ty some extra oomph in the system. But of course, right now we're in a we're in a stretch where uh, Junior Motorsports is showing their best. If it's not um, Allgaier winning, it's um, <laughs> it's Gregson winning. Is not them winning, it's Chaz Berry either winning or getting a top two finish. So um, we're seeing a very strong, a strong well, they, they do these, they normally have like decent summers, but this is one of the strongest years they've had as a whole collective in a while. So um, it's hard to really say, honestly, uh, who I think will win better out of the two of them. I'm going to give my edge to Gregson just because he has more experience in Xfinity than Ty does. But like I said, Toyota is so strong at Phoenix, it's hard to really say just now. But what I will say this, though, before we move on, I loved how the last couple of laps, they were just battling back and forth. It was all clean. We've talked about this all year, whether it's been on this podcast or just in general as race fans. How, like, these two yeah, are super aggressive, mm-hmm. especially with each other. And seeing them get a chance to actually um, be on point and just race really hard for a win um, back and forth um, was great. I mean, Ty had colder tires. Well, older tires, not necessarily colder, but older oh. tires. My tires be cold. My boots be cold. <laughs> but it, it, it was still good to see him fight that hard and aggressive, and not when I say aggressive, I don't mean like banging like aggressively for no reason. Like he was, he's making moves that are good for him to make a decent finish out what he had. So it was good, good seeing all that. Yeah, and like we said earlier, he had a great Cup debut. With that being said, it makes me wonder: Is he going to Cup next year since Kyle Busch hasn't been renewed? Or are they going to give him another unique Xfinity since the cars are so far off? I'm personally thinking as Joe Gibbs or whoever chooses who drives what, I'm going to give him some more cup races next year in a third 2311 racing car or something. Yeah. Still let him run for an Xfinity championship. Right. Because like you said, my pick to win is Noah Gregson. And if Ty doesn't win this Xfinity Series championship, he definitely needs another year in Xfinity and, a, and select cup races. Yeah, I don't think going full-time – is, is going to be any benefit to Ty at this point in his career. Um, at least after next year, all teams will have a better idea of how the next-gen car works, period. That's all together. You're doing pretty good with it now, but by having three years under, well, at least two years, full years under your belt with this next-gen car will matter from a team aspect. Uh, and putting a new driver into it this soon into his career won't give him the best overall benefit as if the team is really embedded to what they're doing. I mean, like you said earlier, we got those decoupities because there's probably something they did those race day margins that right. cost them to win and second place finish. Mm-hmm. So it's it's when you get all that stuff nailed down to the T, and, and hopefully by then the whole supply chain issues won't be as big of a deal by day yeah, two. So teams can have a better you know better idea with these cars and what they can and can't do when it comes to those thin margins. You know, so so it will benefit him more if he goes full time at least in two years, um, not now. Because it'll be cool even if he doesn't replace the eighteen. Say that Mark Truex does retire after next year, and he does that for them. Or, you know, he, well, um, you know for sure that 23XL is going to have at least two cars uh, by the time uh, um, uh, Reddit gets up to them. Oh, yes. But if they end up having three, I know that's probably still a little ways out from getting three cars, but if they do have a third car with them that runs more than just one or two races, 
That would be good for him too. Most definitely. So, yeah. I think 2311 racing can do nothing but benefit from having more than two cars. Yeah. But they're good with the two cars they have. As long as they get next year, Ty Gibbs running a few races, maybe keep Kurt Busch another year, have him develop that team a little yeah. more, get them more top 15s. So in other Xfinity, new, in, in other Xfinity mm -hmm. Series news, family-owned team driver Brandon Brown is going to be driving for Mike Harmon next week. And Austin Dillon's going to drive his car. I've never seen a driver fire themselves from their own ride and go to another ride. It, it did seem kind of weird. I think it also st stemmed from because wasn't Ty supposed to be in the forty-eight that race? Uh, possibly. I'm not sure because I know Big Machine Racing after they yeah. did Jay Buford wrong. Um, yeah, they did Jay Buford wrong. Fire my girl. <laughs> Your girl. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I knew, like you said, Tyler was running most of the races. I knew Austin Dillon was running a few. Yeah. But I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure what's going on over there. I just know the Xfinity Series garage tends to swap drivers around a lot and get whoever they can. The field's as competitive as it's ever been. So I don't blame them for wanting to get a more experienced driver right, right. to get their 68 car in the playoffs. Well, not in the playoffs, but more owner's points and more right, sponsorship right, right. dollars. Because um, I'm about to say, isn't, isn't, I don't know the exact standings right now based off the end of Pocono. But isn't Brandon Brown pretty much almost set inside the playoffs to uh, I, I know he's close if he's not in there for sure. But. Let me look at the driver's point standings because I believe he is two from two positions from the playoffs with okay. a good 60 okay. points. So if even if he hypothetically DNQs the 47 this yeah. weekend, because he attempted all the races, he'll still be eligible for the playoffs. Right, right. Now, that'd be a steeper hill to climb, but never say never. True. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, did, he did finish well in New Hampshire. He finished... I want to say fifth in New Hampshire, remember correctly off the top of my head. Because uh, I know he had a He finished third. Really? Yeah, because Greg's. Oh, right, right, right. Because they got, there's another DQ that weekend, too. Yeah. Just the DQs coming and coming. Might as well go to Dairy Queen. I was about to say, yeah, that's when he's that sponsor next. Twitter, NASCAR Twitter needs to have a the weekly DQ section presented by Dairy DQ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God Matty D didn't end up working there. Oh, yeah. He, of him. <laughs> he missed the Truck Series playoffs. So for all you guys who are saying, Oh, he had the best equipment. I know he doesn't have the best equipment this year, but for a guy with how many years of cup experience he had? At least six. At five. least six. Uh, two for sure with a better car. I should know. Three, three. But, you know, stop with the excuses. He got down to the truck series, and I won't call it the best equipment, but he's in the truck series for freak's sake. Or for, I don't know if we can cuss. Hey. Fuck it, because Fuck I, it. I did. For Fox's sake. For Fox's sake. Um, yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like next year if he's going to be back in the truck series, he definitely needs to win a race and make the playoffs mm -hmm. and show the world that he belongs in the cup series. I doubt that'll happen. No, but no, if I'm at any time soon now, for sure. Yeah, I'm kicking myself in the pants. Like, what's going on? What happened? I thought you was America's hero. He did seem like he wanted to be Captain America. I will say that. That was funny. <laughs> like, that was back when I was a fan. We'll be right back after this break. The Rover Boys are back, and we're going to talk about the Truck Series playoffs and Indianapolis. So Cup and Xfinity are going to be on the Indianapolis road course, and trucks are going to be at the Indianapolis Raceway Park, the short track. IRP? Yes, sir. For the first time in, I think, 11 years. Something close to that, yeah. yeah I'm happy that the trucks are coming. I'm happy any series is coming back to the um, Raceway Park. Yeah. I honestly feel like this Friday, if it goes well, Xfinity should go back to the um to yeah. the short track over there. Yeah. Like I'm all for more road courses, but I'm all for bringing back what we had 12 years ago with this next gen car. Cup on the Indianapolis Oval, truck and Xfinity at the um Raceway Park. 
and the truck playoffs start this weekend. So there's a lot more ticket sales going up to Indianapolis Raceway Park, I'm pretty sure, just because of the playoffs. I will say this too, and maybe it's because I've been to Indy 500 so many times now. I might be a more of an Indy purist too, but mm-hmm. I like Cup. I liked it when Cup was the only uh, series to go to Indy. Right. Um, it made the Cup series <laughs> more special in that, that, that manner. I mean, the reason why it, it used to be a 400 mile race to a 500 mile race is because that's mm-hmm. because the cars are slower and 500 miles of Indy is, is long in Cup Series cars. But they wanted that 400 because they thought the 500 was special. Right. You didn't want to touch that to the Indy cars. Well, I didn't know this. Yeah. I had no I was always like, why doesn't the Cup have a 500 mile race yeah, it's, at it's, Indy? It's because of that. So, mm-hmm. so as an Indy purist, I, I, I like the top two series. Well, not top two. I like the top series only being able to go there. Not saying anything against Indy, um, the Xfinity cars being at Indy, whether it be the actual oval or the road course, they've done well with both so far um, in that series. But that's just me personally. That's just the person that's gone to Indy personally so many times now. Uh, that's how I feel personally. Right. That that I mean anything to anybody that listens to this, this podcast ever, you know, period. But for me personally, that's how I feel about it. So I definitely got to get up to Indy next year for the 500. Come I'm on. definitely making that happen. More of it, man. We're going to carpool. I got gas money for you. I found, I found Airbnb eventually. So Say no more. Um, speaking of the truck series, Chandler Smith won the truck yes. series race. Zane Smith, I'm just going to call him my brother since my last name is Smith too. My brothers won the champ, regular season championship and the race at Pocono. I feel like Zane Smith is going to be the one to pull it off oh, at the end of the sure. season. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the way he's been running every single week, and nobody even comes close to him. I feel like Zane's going to be the Truck Series champion. He's going to be the one to win this weekend. Too. That's my so I'm trying to make sure I remember this correctly. He was the one that won at Martinsville last fall, right? Correct. And I was so, there. And I remember. So did you get? A chance, I know he was at the race, but did you get a chance to hear his interview at the track or no? I believe I heard it, but so much. Ah, not the camera. Oh man, <laughs> it's all good. goddamn. We'll be good. Well, I'll, I'll just add. The, I'll add the audio and I'll add the video later on. It'll be fine. But no, like um, you know, listening uh. To his interview that race, you know, mm-hmm. that was his last time. With, not last time, but he knew he didn't have a ride for this coming season, basically. And that win meant so much to him because he didn't know what was going to happen to him for this year. Right. So we see him going from winning at Martinsville last fall, not having any idea what was going to happen to him coming up. And look at him so now. three races uh-huh. in a hunt to win more races for a team that last year, Todd Gillen, no offense to him, yeah. didn't do nearly as much as he did. Zane yeah. Smith is proving he's the real deal. And he's the real season champion for a reason, for that right. same reason. So mm-hmm. I, I really feel good about this kid, just because of that alone. Because you see, you, you saw the determination with him with Marginville. He was so shocked to win the way he won. But he was like, this is big for me because I have no idea what's happening next year. And here we are, we're in this right. next season. champion. Exactly. So I, this is great for him, for sure. Don't sleep on Zane Smith. So... Uh, let me see who else is in the playoffs. Zane, Chandler Smith, defending series champion Ben Rose, John Hunter Nemechek, Stuart Friesen, Christian Eckes, Ty Majeski, Carson Hosovar, Grant Empinger, and Matt Crafton. I feel like Carson Hosovar and John Hunter Nemechek are also the ones to watch besides uh, the two Smiths. I feel like that's going to be our final four early on. I feel like Crafton's going to be the one to get eliminated first round as well as Majeski in the round of um, eight. Yeah. At Christian Eckes, Stuart Friesen. And Ben Rose are not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Did you also see what happened? Well, you might not see, but did you also hear about what happened uh, this weekend at Pocono as well? What happened? The onion's last race was just oh, this week. and he crashed out of that. I don't know if he crashed. I can't remember if he crashed or not. Um, but I know it was his 800 start in any series of NASCAR, any of the top three series of NASCAR. And it was his last final race. Oh yeah, he finished last. He finished last. Yeah, he did crash out. 
It says accident out at lap 12. Okay. Yeah, I knew he started the race, but I didn't remember if he um, had crashed or not. Because I know it's, yeah, he had a great emotional video of him leaving the car, or leaving the truck. It was his whole team. They all had their shirt on. They were just dapping each other up at the high, like their suits were like hand sex and everything. It was kind of cool. That's really cool. He came back for the first time in like eight or nine years just to get to 800 starts. Top was a dope. He was a dope back in the day. We're gonna get him some and that team some dope chains <laughs> next, <laughs> like I'm wearing. Um, let's see who else. Haley Deegan missed oh, yeah. the playoffs again. Are we shocked though? I'm not shocked just because this year they've had a terrible year. I don't know if it's a talent issue, a team issue, or what. But if Ryan Priest is running second yeah. and winning Nashville again. I feel like it's a driver issue, and I don't think she's ready to go to Xfinity, Xfinity just yet. Not full time, though, and and just nothing against her, or nothing against the team either. There, there is, there's any of the top three series of NASCAR runs differently than ARCA, runs differently than the um than the regional series. All the cars run differently nowadays. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a big step up, um, and, and being in a truck compared to being a, a you know she's a dirt track background, right? Right, she is. It, it's so different than racing on dirt. Even when they do race on dirt in trucks, it's still different than any regular dirt car. So, um, I, what do I say about her? Do I want her to keep going? Of course. Um, it's good for the sport. It's good for women. It's good to have a woman, yeah, full time um, in the series. And it's good for her to get the sponsorship and, and fan backing that she gets as well. Um, I just hope that she gets the money to help her team uh, to improve long term. And hopefully that can make some better start uh, finishes for her. Well, that means she gets a top five finish without somebody else wrecking half the field out and her lucky into that spot. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever. I'm trying not to laugh. I, I, I'm not saying that negatively, but it yeah, happened, but it happened he's right. Recently, you know? I'm just so, laughing because he's spot on. You know, you know. So it's I, I want her to succeed. I, I want any woman driving, no matter what level of, of NASCAR it is, to succeed. Absolutely. We, we need that diversity with women driving. Um, will we ever see a winner at one of the top three series in NASCAR? Hopefully. hopefully, hopefully so. I really am hopeful for that. Uh, will it happen soon? I'm hopeful. Time will tell. Hopeful. I'm hopeful that will happen too. I don't think it might happen this year. Um, but, you know, I do want her to get better long term. Most definitely. Also, I'm looking at the standings. Ryan Priest only ran seven races this year. And like I said, he's up front all the time. There are rumors that Kyle Busch could go to Stuart Haas Racing, despite the writing on the wall earlier this year being, if Ryan Priest performs well, he'll be the Smithfield driver. I'm hoping... With this strong showing, Ryan Priest can still get that number 10. I won't say Smithfield because we don't know what his sponsor is going to be. Uh, for next year or the year after, and they keep him in the truck series another year full time. Well, did you hear what happened with the 10 car? What happened? Amarola, I think it was, if it wasn't before New Hampshire, it was definitely before his weekend. He had talked about potentially coming back full time. Oh. He had, talked, mm. he had, he had an interview and he was like, this is an interview, I think it was during practice. Mm -hmm. Or after the race weekend, like, you know, I know I talked about retiring at the end of the season. You know, I'm having to say thoughts about that. Yeah, I think if he misses the playoffs, he's definitely going to want to come back for more. Because yeah. with the leveling of this next-gen car and him seeing everybody having the potential to win, he's definitely going to want to come back. For and, and, and he's been really right there, you know, this whole season. He's not been too far behind most of this year. Um, of course, he got into some bad accidents. That wasn't always his fault. But he's been really pretty much, like, there each week. Not enough to win, but right. always there to be competitive this year. So Yeah, the field is the most competitive it's ever been, and I really hope Almirola can stay another year, and I hope Priest gets that car once Almirola does hang it up. Mm -hmm. Um, So in other news, it looks like Matt Benedetto is returning next year. Okay. 
well, if he doesn't make the Truck Series playoffs next year, I'm officially going to consider him a NASCAR bust, as Darian Gilliam would say. He's a bust at that point. You know, he might eventually. No, actually, no. I think he might have burned too many bridges at Cup to yeah to get Ford, back up with that. Ford does not want to get him. I can tell. Yeah. I can assure you of that because they were going to put Austin Cindric in the 21 last year with the "Let's Go Brandon" thing. Yeah, if it wasn't for if if he didn't literally shoot himself in the foot last year, I think the whole Manny D experiment would be different now than it is. Uh, the what it's turned into. I mean, he really had a shot to, even though he had to go into trucks. You know, if he didn't self implode at the end of last season, he um, might have got another chance with Front Row Motorsports. Yeah, or right. at least a better a better truck. You know, right? Um, or even an Xfinity car. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, he would he be a bust? I would say yes, but part of that still is also his own his, himself shooting himself in the foot. If he didn't speak out too much, there's a way to speak out about things you care for, you know. And I think anybody, no matter what sport they're in, should be able to do so, you know. Most definitely, there's ways to go about it, of course, too. You know, in the professional, in the country where we talk about people's, you know, the Bill of Rights, we talk about that so much in mm-hmm. in general. This is beyond. But well, when you have the sponsors' yeah. money at stake. And you're representing them. They want you to not offend people, so to speak. Yeah. They want you to put your best foot forward and say what the people want to hear. And I'm not saying that he doesn't say what people want to hear, but because he had different fans and was talking about things on Instagram he shouldn't have, yeah. he really ruined his ruined his chances to get back in a competitive ride anytime soon. And that's the best way to say it. Because I would love to pull yeah. from him again, but only if he learned from this mistake. No, for sure. And with that being said, was there anything else you wanted to discuss before we sign off, Jack? So we're gonna talk about Chase Elliott being one two one two one the last five weeks. You go first. That's your drive. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just. It's not even because of poker. Because well, yeah, I, I, I'm saying this partially because I think Chase summed it up best. He had a um, after the race interview. I think with Bob Pockers. It was like a web interview, basically. Oh yeah. And he talked about like you know, does he want the trophy? You know how he, he doesn't about care winning. about any of that. He doesn't care about it, and, and I feel that because to him, he finished third. And even though he gets to win, he gets to stick for winning the race, it doesn't matter to him because at the end of the day, none of he that didn't happened. He didn't lead a single lap. He didn't lead a single lap. Nope. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, you know, he didn't lead a lap. He, he performed okay. He got to the third place. At the very end of the race, he had ran pretty much top 10 most of the race, or like just behind 10 most of the race. Mm-hmm. He ended up there at the end of the race because he was doing good and also pitch strategy and also being able to get the choose cone the right way and all that stuff in third. But um, he didn't feel like he won the race. And I respect that a lot, you know. Me too. Because no matter, you know, like I said, he's been one, two, one, two, one the last five weeks. But that's that's a really good way to look at it, you know. Most definitely. And he has, like you said, extra playoff points. He's now 100 over Ross Chastain, second place in the regular season. He's going to win the regular season championship. More than likely. Unless something dramatic happens, yeah. Yeah, like two bad weeks in a row where he just finishes less. But that's not going to happen with the way that this team is working. Especially with it being the Indy Road course coming up this week. It's another oh, yeah, that's another top five guarantee. Unless, so, like I said, mechanical failure. Mechanical, yeah, yeah. So, we'll see. Do you have any picks for next week? Any picks? For a cup, I'm going to have to go with Denny Hamlin. I feel like after this weekend, the win gets stripped away from him. Last year, Chase Briscoe spun him on the final corner. I feel like he's hungry to get another win. And, like I said, they added fuel to the fire, stripping his win away. Denny Hamlin's going to be the winner. I feel like Trackhouse is going to have another good run at it, too, being that this is going to be their fourth road course. Mm-hmm. They didn't win Road America, but they ran decently at Road America. Uh, they won the first two road courses of the year. Uh, they definitely have a shot. I do think Chase will have a decent run again, but that's more so me seeing how he's been in road course racing this year 
than it has been just him being a good overall horror course driver. Um, outside of that, uh, I think actually I do think Reddick might have a good shot too. He's been yeah, Reddick's good in road courses. courses. In his new car, he's been really good. And you said track house. You know, Ross Chastain said after Denny Hamlin didn't give him room to poke. You know, he doesn't know if that's the last of the retaliation. So we might, and I say might, see Hamlin and Chastain bumper to bumper at the last road course. I would love that actually. I would kill for. You make me want to drive up to Indianapolis with what money I don't know, but I'll find some. Dude, if I literally, if I wasn't where I was with my jobs right now, and other things in my personal life, I would have loved to go back to Indy because I every time I get to go to Indy, I love it. It's just a special track. So road course, oval, I don't really care. Being at Indy is bring the oval back. We'll talk about that on the next episode, though, guys. All right, and, uh, that's it, right? Yes, sir. This was Damani signing off. I'm Jack Brinson. All right, y'all take care. We'll be back for another episode next week. Peace. Okay.